vision, amen, of what God wants to do in the body of Christ and what he wants to do in our lives. And one thing that we come to realize is we see that God is a God of seasons, amen. God is a God of seasons, amen, as, as the earth begins to rotate around the sun, amen, as it orbits around the sun, amen, their seasons begin to change, Amen. And so we in, in those seasons, we, we know them, amen, as winter and fall. Amen. And I know some of y'all are praying real hard for fall to get here. Praise the Lord. Amen. amen. You know, and I'm excited about fall, too, but fall means allergies in East Texas. Can I get an amen? But God is good. Amen. And so we have these various seasons. Amen. And so we realize that we serve a God of season, amen, and we, I, like I shared before, we see it in creation, we see these four seasons, and, and we see the same thing in our lives as, as our lives begin to change, and as God begins to take us, amen, from glory to glory, amen, and faith to faith, and we begin to see these seasons begin to change in our lives, amen, but we know that Jesus stays the same, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, amen. And so I want to share a little bit about this today. And last week I had spoke to you and I had shared about when it comes to stepping into a new season, amen, there's some things that begin to happen. And I shared about there uh, is, and, and there's change that comes, you know, change comes, you know, so we can't do the same thing and expect different results. If we're going to step into a new season, if we're going to go into a new level, if we're going to begin to, amen, impact even more, there's going to have to be some things that change. And sometimes change can be difficult for us because we are creatures of habit and we like our comfort zone and we like, amen, uh, you know, what we're familiar with, amen. But in order, amen, to step into this new season, there's going to have to be some change that occurs, amen. And sometimes that means we're going to have to get out of our comfort zone and sometimes that means we're going to have to do something a little different than what we did before. Sometimes that tradition is going to have to be broken, amen, and, and so forth, so change occurs in a new season. And not only change, but now you begin to encounter new challenges in your life. Hello, somebody. Amen. You know, that we always say, the, the, you know, the, the bigger the level, the bigger the devil. Amen. You've got some new challenges in your life. Amen. We, we see it in the life of David. Amen. He began to encounter these new challenges. Amen. He, he was fighting the bear and the lion, and before you know it, he, all of a sudden, he's up against Goliath. Amen. Hello, somebody. And amen, there's some, there's some giant challenges in our life that we are going to encounter. And amen, there's some things that are going to happen in our life. Amen. And not only that, but through that, through the change and through the challenge is going to produce new champions. Can I get an Amen. There's new champions that are going to be raised up, amen. When David overcome Goliath, he was now looked at, amen, as a champion among the people. Hello, somebody. Amen. He overcame the, the, uh, the Philistines, amen. He was victorious, amen. And I, there's some new champions that are rising up right now in this season, amen. Somebody say, God is good. But I want to share some, a few other things with you as we're stepping into this new season for just a moment. Amen. 
And I want to discuss some things on how to walk into your new season as we're stepping into it, how to walk into it. Because sometimes, amen, God's in the midst of doing stuff, amen, and God's in the midst of moving and he's taking us where he's taking us. But sometimes we get discouraged and we get impatient, amen, and we begin to lose focus and lose track. And that's why I want us to look at that verse in Habakkuk for just a moment as we see the vision, amen, right there. He begins to say in verse one, I will stand on my guard post. We need some people that are standing guard. Hello, somebody that are in place where they need to be, where God has called them to be. Amen. At their post. Amen. Somebody say you got to be at your post. I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart. And I will keep watch. See, you've got to be watching. Amen. Even the Bible says, amen, you've got to amen, be watching. For the enemy he goes to and fro like a, a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. Amen. You've got to be watching for it. Hello, somebody. You've got to be on your guard post. You've got to be stationed. Amen. Where God's got you stationed. Amen. And you've got to keep watch. And you've got to keep watch to see what he will speak, amen, to you. Hello, somebody, because God is speaking, amen. amen. God is speaking concerning how he wants to operate in this new season and how he wants to begin to move and what he wants to use your life for and how here, where he wants you to be, amen. And so you've got to be on your post. You've got to be watching and you've got to be, amen, listening for the Lord's word about the Lord's word to be spoken. And he goes on to say right here in how... I may reply when I am reproved. Verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision. You know, there's a vision that, that Jesus has. If you look at it, it's in the Great Commission. Amen. He says, you go, amen, and preach the gospel. And you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You go and make disciples of all nations. Hello, somebody. And I want you to know there's a vision here, amen, that just lines up with Jesus' vision. And that is to reach, to teach, to mend, and to send people into their destiny. Amen. God's called us to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the love of God. Amen. With the life-changing power of Jesus Christ. And to teach them, amen, to teach them, amen, to obey his commands, to teach him, amen, to know the word, to teach them, amen, in order to walk with Jesus and to mend their relationships and then send them into their destiny. Can I get an amen? amen. And that's the vision for this church. That's the vision for this fellowship. That's the vision of God. Amen. And through that, we plant, amen, churches, and we plant victory homes, and we plant drop-in centers, and we plant, amen, these things all across the earth for the purpose of this, of spreading the gospel. For no reason other than that, in equipping the saints to do what God's called them to do. 
And I share with y'all, we all have a place in this puzzle. This vision is larger than what we can do within ourselves. This vision is larger, amen, than just us, amen. This is a worldwide, world-changing vision, amen. Somebody say, God's doing it. In verse 2, he said, then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets. See, you've got to take it and you've got to write it down somewhere where people can see it. That the one who reads it may run. You know, if there's one thing we've done good, we begin to make the vision plain. We begin to write it down. Amen. We begin to communicate it so that the others can run with it. Can I get an amen? He goes on to say in verse 3, for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It's for a specific time. There's a time for everything under the sun. And it's for a specific time, an appointed time. And it goes on to say, it hastens towards the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it. Somebody say, wait for it. Now that brings me to my first point here just for a moment. Amen. Sometimes when it comes to stepping off into this new season, Sometimes when it comes to a uh, walking into this new season, amen, sometimes we've got to wait for it to happen. Hello, somebody. And sometimes what happens, amen, is God is in the midst of putting things in place and God is in the midst of preparing things and God is in the midst, amen, of lining things up, amen, and getting people prepared, hello somebody, and getting resources prepared and everything else and God's beginning to, amen, touch hearts, amen, and prepare hearts and sometimes, amen, when that vision begins to tarry a little bit, we begin to get discouraged and we begin to say, oh, I guess, amen, it's not going to happen anymore. And some of us begin to go to a point to where we begin to quit and give up on the very thing that God is wanting to do in and through our lives. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's where we have to begin to uh, begin to grab a hold of some perseverance. Amen. We've got to begin to grab a hold of, amen, some endurance. Amen. We've got to know, hey, this is going to happen. This is going to come forth. God has spoken. God has said it. It will happen. It's going to be done in Jesus' name. And though it tarries. Hello, somebody. Somebody say you've got to wait for it to happen. Now, I'm not telling you like, amen, a person who sits around waiting and God said, go, amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, I want to share with you real quick a scripture out of Psalms 27 and 14, if you'll put it up there for me, Brady. In Psalms 27 and 14, the psalmist proclaims right here. And he says, wait for the Lord. Now, one thing about it, we as uh, Christians, we got to make sure that we stay in step with God. We don't want to be ahead of God. And we don't want to be behind God. We want to be in step with God. Are y'all with me today? 
See, that's why sometimes God can't show some of us some stuff because automatically, amen, if it don't happen tomorrow, amen, we're all frustrated and we're discouraged and we're ready to give up and quit. Hello, somebody. I'm glad God shows me stuff at the right time because sometimes I'd mess it up too. Can I get an amen? But let's look at what he says. He says, wait for the Lord. We don't want to go ahead of him. Hello. He's the one that's going to have to make it happen. He says, be strong. Amen. And let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. God is good. Amen. See, one thing that we got to realize is we've got to find the right balance and we've got to gain instruction from God. Amen. And I want you to look at this for a moment. If you're if you're one of those people that's always telling God to hurry up and answer you. Hello. Some of us are always telling God, hurry up, God. But if you're one of those ones that's always telling God to hurry up and answer you, I want you to know there's maybe a little room for growth of patience in your life. Can I get an amen? But on the flip side of that, if God told you, amen, if God had told you to go for it and you're like, nah, I'm good. Amen. Then I want you to know you won't ever have anything. Hello, somebody. So sometimes you got to feel free to wait on the Lord, especially if that's what he's leading you to do. Amen. God is good. Amen. Now, real quick, I want to share something with you. My next point. Amen is take from another season. And I want you to turn with me real quick to 2 Kings chapter 4 for just a moment. 2 Kings chapter 4. Amen. Starting in verse 1. He says, now a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? Y'all are familiar with this story. Amen. And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house except for a jar of oil. Then he said, go and borrow vessels at a large, at large for yourself from all your neighbors. And empty vessels do not get a few. And you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour out into all these vessels and you shall set aside what is full. So she went from him and shut the door and behind her and her sons, they were bringing the vessels to her and she poured. And when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not one vessel more. And the oil stopped. Now, I want to share something with you real quick, because when we're talking about seasons, and if you'll put my point back up there, amen, 
Sometimes you got to learn to take from another season. Now, when the northern hemisphere is in its winter season, how many of y'all know that the southern hemisphere is actually in its summer? Did y'all know that? And this is why sometimes when you go to the grocery store, amen, you begin to see your tomatoes or your vegetables or your fruits, amen, during the winter that are being brought in from another part of the earth or another hemisphere. Can I get an amen? Because while you may be in winter, some other part of the country or the world is in summer. Can I get an amen? Now, I want us to look at this for just a moment because that was the same idea that the widow with only a jar of oil had. Because even though God was blessing her to never run out of oil, she had no capacity to which to profit from this supernatural increase. And what happened was she had to borrow to complete the blessing of God that God had given her. Now, what I'm saying, you say, well, what are you saying, preacher? Well, this is what I'm saying. Sometimes you've got to begin to borrow from somebody else's season in order to be able to prosper and get through, amen, and answer what God has for your season. In other words, there may be somebody else, amen, that's already been through that season that you're going through. There may be somebody, amen, that's already experienced what you're experiencing, amen, and they may be in a different season. Hello, somebody. And so what you do is you borrow from them, amen, until your oil is full, until your vessel is full so that you can begin to make it through the season that you're in. Hello, somebody. See, that's why God hasn't called us to walk this thing out alone. That's why God said, don't forsake the assembling of the brethren. That's why God put people in your path that have walked where you've walked. Hello, somebody. That's why God gave you some people that you can relate to. Amen. That been there, that done that, that experienced that. Hello, somebody. Sometimes that takes a little bit of humility. Hello, somebody. Say admitting that you may not know all the answers. But sometimes you've got to begin to learn to take from somebody else's season. You might be going through a time of dryness. You might be going through a time where you can't hear God. You want to know what I do when I go through those seasons? I surround myself with people that are hearing from God. I surround myself with people that are walking in the anointing of God. When I'm discouraged, amen, and I may be going through a season of discouragement, I surround myself with people that are encouraged. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? So we've got to learn, amen, this. We've got to learn this aspect of our lives. See, walking into her new season meant borrowing the capacity from another season. There's some things, there's some people that have experienced some things that you're about to walk into. And if you'll just take the time, amen, in order to hear what they may have shared. Hello, somebody. The mistakes they made. Amen. The successes they had. Amen. The victory that they had. The challenges that they encountered. Amen. If you'll just begin to grab a hold of that. Hello, somebody. You're going to be able to persevere through your season. Amen. Amen. 
See, God hadn't called you to walk this thing out by yourself. Are y'all with me today? You know, one thing about it, amen, the Bible says that we have one that can sympathize with us. His name is Jesus, amen. He's walked through some seasons that you and I have walked through. Hello. He's dealt with some rejection. He's dealt with some persecution. He's dealt, amen, with going without some things. He's dealt with all these things. Hello, somebody. And there's some people here today that you can take from their season, Amen. There's some people that are on the top of the mountaintop while you're down in the valley. But they had to go through the valley in order to get up on top of that mountaintop. God is good. Amen. See, the widow, she sold her oil to people who had the money to buy the oil. See, not everybody's going through what you're going through. At the same time, you're going through it. Just like right here, it may be winter and chilly. It's summer. Can I get an amen? It's the same thing, amen, in your life. But sometimes we're too prideful to ask anybody, amen, for any help. Hello, somebody. Or to ask them to share some things with us. I like being around people that have gone through some stuff. Can I get an amen? I don't want to just surround myself with people that haven't been through anything that I've been through. I want to be around some people that can share some things with me. I try to surround myself with men of God, and I'd be a darn fool not to listen to somebody that's been walking with God for 20-something years every once in a while. Hello, somebody. Now, if they still ain't figured it out, you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe I don't want to hear them out in that area. Hello. If they're still having to leave their wife every couple of weeks or something, that might not be the one I want to talk to. You know what I'm saying? But still, are y'all with me today? God is good. Amen. And sometimes you might have to even look beyond your hemisphere. Hello. Are y'all with me? Sometimes you might have to look beyond your hemisphere, you know. Sometimes for me, amen, sometimes I have to go speak to other pastors outside of this church. Yes, I'm blessed to have Zachariah. Yes, I'm blessed to have these other men of God, Ted, and these other men of God, Bobby, and these other men of God around me. But sometimes, amen, I've got to go out of my hemisphere, and I've got to go talk to, amen, one of those men of God that, amen, been where I've been. Are y'all with me today? See, you got to learn how to use your resources, amen. This, the, the, the widow with the oil learned how to use her resources. Can I get an Amen. She wasn't going to be able to sell that oil to anybody if they didn't have any money to buy it. Hello, somebody. And how many of y'all know you can't, amen, get, amen, you can't get what you need spiritually from somebody that ain't got it to give to you? Are y'all with me today? Now, thank God God gave us people around here that got something to give. Can I get an Amen. 
If I'm not on fire for the Lord like I need to be, well, thank you, Jesus. Zachariah is going to be on fire for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? If not, I'm going to rebuke him. No, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. It's that reproof we read about in Habakkuk. But we all go through challenges in our life. We all go through seasons in our life. We all go through different things. I, you know, I can, you know, and God brings us people that we can minister to, that we can relate to, that we've been there. We've experienced some of that. You know what I'm saying? He brings the, he's not going to bring us people that we're not capable of helping. If we ain't got nothing to give them, he's not going to bring them to us. And he's not going to entrust us with his children. Amen. If, if we can't give them nothing to offer, whatever I don't have, God's going to anoint me and give it to me. Hello, somebody. But there's some things that are just going to take, amen, some experience and some walking through some stuff. And I'm grateful that God's taken me through the school of Christ as a young minister to experience a lot in a little bit of time. Amen. I wish I could tell you that ever since I've been, amen, ministering and preaching the gospel, that it's all just been all just peaches and cream and everything. But it hasn't. Hello, somebody. Amen. We've we fought all kinds of battles. We've dealt with all kinds of challenges. Amen. We fought Goliath over and over again. Hello, somebody. He just showed up in a different form. Amen. But guess what? The first time when you fought him and you were victorious and the next time, amen, you already know it's done in Jesus name. Can I get an amen? I've already conquered this before. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to walk through this victoriously. We've already seen, amen, victory. We've already seen success here. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I don't know why I'm seeing it again, but thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. You know, you you can find someone in a different season than you. The one that you're experiencing yourself. And you can use that, amen, God's wisdom and divine inspiration to experience a change of season, amen, to, for your current situation. I don't know what you're going through today. God knows, amen. But I can assure you that there's somebody, amen, that has experienced it. God is good, amen? So we've got to wait for it to happen. We can't get impatient. We can't leave our guard post, amen? We can't, we've got to be listening. It's going to happen. It may tarry. It tarries sometimes. You know, that's one thing that I have, I have learned, amen? And I don't like waiting, amen? But I've learned to wait, I know that it's going to happen. God spoke it. God said it. God revealed it. God's going to do it. Amen. And we're just, I'm going to wait and I'm going to listen. Amen. I'm going to listen to what God is speaking. I'm going to listen to what God is doing. I'm going to listen for the strategy. I'm going to listen for the direction. I'm going to listen. Amen. And hello, somebody. I'm going to be listening. I don't just not see it take place and then all of a sudden I just go back to whatever. No, I'm listening, listening to the Lord for the specific instructions on how he wants to carry it out. 
And if I missed it, thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, give me another chance to implement it. Give me another chance. Praise the Lord. So you got to learn to take from another season. And my last point, sometimes you got to make it happen. Sometimes you just got to make it happen. Amen. But you want to make it happen in the right way. You want to make it happen in the right way. You don't want to make it happen in the wrong way. Amen. I want to, you know, I want to share with you a story real quick about Absalom. Absalom wanted a change. Amen. He was ready to rule. He was ready to reign on his father's throne. He was ready for a new season. Amen. And sometimes we all get uh, like Absalom. Amen. I'm ready for something different. Amen. Sometimes we get to that point. Amen. But I want you to know there's a balance in this. And there's a balance in this that you and I have to make sure we get and that we don't miss. Amen. Because Absalom knew he could be king. But he used underhanded means in order to get there. Amen. He knew what he was capable of. He knew that he could be king, but he went about it the wrong way. Are y'all with me today? He was ready for that new season. He was ready for that change. He was ready for that uh, elevation. He was ready for that. Hello, somebody. But he went about it in underhanded means, and he manipulated, and he gained favor, right? And he took leadership when it wasn't his to take. Amen? And so we can learn something here from him. You know, see, you have the ability to make things happen on your own, but sometimes those things you should not do. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, maybe you have the, uh, the ability to, you know, run uh, your own business or a store or whatever, maybe to make a profit and make things happen. And that's fine. Amen. But if you're using it for the wrong reason in the wrong way, hello, somebody, that can, that can be a problem. Can I get an amen? amen? See, we've got to look and be careful as we're walking into this new season. We've got to be willing to wait for it, amen? Not wait for it like the one that was, amen, sitting on his talent and burying it, amen, and just, amen, just waiting. But sometimes we've got to begin, amen, to be patient and wait for it because it's tearing. Hello, somebody. And sometimes we've got to take from somebody else's season, amen. But sometimes, amen, we've got to begin to make it happen. We've got to make it happen, amen. And Absalom was one that learned the hard way, Amen. He died and his father continued to reign. Amen. But I want you to know if it's truly yours, wait upon the Lord to give it to you the right way. Amen. Hello, somebody. You don't have need to steal. Amen. Hello. You got to wait on the Lord. God is good. Amen. Can I get the worship team to come forward?
So we've got to make it happen. We've got to do it the right way. Hello. We've got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We've got to know what he's guiding us and what he's saying and how he wants to accomplish it. There's great things that God wants to accomplish. There's great things that he's going to accomplish. Amen. There's cities that are going to be taken, amen, with the gospel for Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me today? I told you we're coming into a season of expansion, amen. We're coming into a season of victory, amen. We're coming into a season, hello, somebody, uh, you know, where we're going to win some battles where we used to lose. Hello, somebody. You're going to start winning where you used to lose. Can I get an amen? I believe that today. Amen. That's where we're walking into. But it's going to be important that it's done in the proper way. It's going to be crucial that it's done in the proper way. Amen. We don't want to be like Absalom and make it happen because we know, know that we have the ability. Hello. But we want to be people that are led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That are under the covering. That are under authority. You know, it reminds me of the, the centurion soldier when he saw Jesus, amen. He said, man, Jesus, he says, I'm a man of authority. Hello. I can tell this guy here, go here. This guy, go here. I can tell. I'm a man of authority, but I'm also under authority. That's what he told him, amen. And that's where the blessing comes in. Being under authority and of authority. Hello, somebody. You know, seasons, they come and they go. Amen. And God's promised seasons. Amen. Alteration and understanding on how to benefit from those seasons. Amen. And that's the wisdom of God. And then the key to navigating your new season is going to be gaining greater clarity. Somebody needs to be praying for clarity. Hello, somebody. You need to pray for God to give you clarity. You need to pray for God to give me clarity. Hello. I need your prayers. I'm inviting your prayers. Amen. Give us clarity, God. Give us strategy, God. Give us the the know-how. Hello. And he'll do it. Amen. He'll do it. But gaining great clarity about what God truly wants to do. You know, are we to wait on him? Or do we need to make something happen with the gifts and the tools he's gave us? There's a new season that's upon us, amen? Come on, stand to your feet for just a moment. We need God's direction. If you would, right to where you are, just lift your hands to heaven. And let's just begin to ask our Heavenly Father right now for clarity, amen, for strategy, for wisdom. If you just pray right there where you are, Lord, help us, God. Whether it's in our relationships, it's in our marriages, it's in our 
churches. It's in our ministries, God. We are asking you, God, for clarity and strategy, God. Because, Lord, we don't want to be out of step with you, God. We don't want to step ahead of you. We don't want to be behind you, God. We want to be with you, God, and step with you arm in arm, hand in hand, Lord God. Yes. Yes, Lord Jesus. Come, my King, and reveal it to us this morning, God. Have your way, Jesus, today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.